You're listening to the Social Sorting Podcast, where I, your host, Ryan McKelvey, and a guest will be sorting different characters from all of our favorite books, movies, musicals, and TV shows into Hogwarts houses. So sit back, grab a butterbeer, and listen in. Do you wish to be entertained? Well, I've got good news for you. It's Bridgerton Part 2 with James Rupp. Music by Carson Reitz. Now we're so that now we're on to Lady Bridgerton. Oh jeez. So yeah. <laughs> um Okay, so these were right next to each other for me. I love that they were right in order because they were right next to each other. But I had the exact same issue. Um I had them one Between Slytherin and Ravenclaw? No, 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 no. No. Oh. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I had them so completely divided between two houses, not huh. not Ravenclaw and Slytherin, but Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. And I feel like that's my own ineptitude of no, because those are the lesser known houses. So I felt like I, I could see attributes to both and I needed a little bit more of them and a little bit more of her. Okay, so Lady Bridgerton, you think, is between Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason why is, so... I had a, I really had a hard time with her because I think that she's so soft spoken, and not that like during the period, like I feel like women were kind of left a little bit like soft spoken anyway, or meant to be like seen and not heard. But obviously, with her daughter, that's not the case, or daughters, that's not, or all the girls. I mean, I, I feel like it's. I, I like made a lot of excuses for her, but then when I kind of started looking at it, I was like, okay, I better like really break it down to how she's behaving and whatever. But I don't know. Like, I just have a hard time with that be- with her because I think of like she was passionate, she loved her husband, but we don't know a lot about like he he died. It's so tough. Like, I don't. I think she's smart, and there's a lot of accusations on her daughter's part that she's she's not, and I don't like you know like what she was willing to impart on her, right? And and I don't know if that was. Yeah. I, there's a lot of question about why she did that in my mind. Like, why did she keep so many things from her? And so that's what I kept coming back to is like, what's her motive? What was her expectations? And I just didn't know. And those were the two houses that I kept seeing her in because I don't think she's Gryffindor. I, I think it was more for me, like, what can I rule out? She's not Gryffindor. She's not super brave or chivalrous or, you know, whatever. She's also not, she's not ambitious to the point of, like, a priority. Like, she just didn't see that as, like, when she told her daughter, she was like, you need to choose love for love or choose your yeah. spouse for love. Like, she didn't really put a priority on, like, I mean, she chose a duke over a prince. So she didn't obviously have ambition on her side. So then I kind of ruled those two out and said, okay, she's either Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw, but I don't know enough to know which I would put her in. And then I thought, okay, well, so if that's the case, maybe she's so, maybe you got to, oh, okay. So then, then I think what's it, here's one of the things I think that I need to know is like, who, where would humbleness come? Because if you're humble, where would you, what, that would be, a, I think, a, a, a trait that you would never say out loud, right? Because you're humble. Yeah. So it's like a quiet, so if you were humble, you wouldn't say you're humble. It's not something, like, I but, like to think I'm a little humble, but 
And if I say it out loud, I think, oh, then I'm not anymore. (laughs) I just broke that. And so if you are, the sorting hat would know that, though. And where would it put you? Oh, I definitely think it would put you in Hufflepuff. Okay. I think you can make a case for Ravenclaw. But Hufflepuff, I think, would be the Humble Houses. Oh, good. Then it was like half right. Because I would say that it was one of the two. And then, But my bigger thing was I think she's super humble. To the point of where you almost don't know her personality. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the whole... um, you have to marry for love, like you have to follow your heart is a is a very Hufflepuff thing. I think um, it's a very Hufflepuff slash Gryffindor thing. Yeah. Like, like you I were said, saying earlier, um, like mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so yeah, I would say that knowing that she she can't possibly be Gryffindor because there's too many things not there, then then second to that would be Hufflepuff and I think that she's then then that's a, a no brainer. Yeah, Gryffindors aren't humble, which is fine. Everyone has their everyone has their good and bad bad traits and like Gryffindors aren't humble and it's okay. So like I'm, I'm telling you, every time I think I'm humble, then I think, oh my god, I just thought I was humble, so <laughs> that I might not be. But I mean, like I, but Hufflepuffs are almost humble to a fault. Like they won't eat, they won't stand up for themselves. Like, um, but like yeah, I think humble humble Hufflepuffs are almost Hufflepuffs. Humble puffs. <laughs> I think Hufflepuffs are almost humble to a fault, to where like whatever you tell them about how their performance in anything, um, they won't like stand up for themselves in that regard. Like if you were like, if you told me I was a bad person, I believe you. Before I was like, no, I'm not a bad person, and Gryffindors are a lot better about being like, um, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm right. Like, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But so, yeah, I would think she's a Hufflepuff in that regard. Good. Too. Decision made. I like it. Yeah. At least with people she cares about, with the, with like what they told, if they, she would take, she would take what people she cares about said to her about her as the truth. Agreed. No yeah. I, what it is. Yeah. Actually, I think there's a very definite sign of that when her daughter says the things that are negative about her to her. She says, mm-hmm. you know, she says, you didn't, you didn't equip me with these things that I should have known. And you can tell the look on her face is very, um, it's actually great character development now that I think about it. It's like, she takes that internally. She doesn't disagree with her daughter. She doesn't say, no, you were wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm a good mother. She takes it and internalizes it and, and says, oh, did, did I do that to you? I'm so sorry. Kind of yeah. inside herself. Yeah. Yeah, and even, like, when she, like, gets mad at Anthony, when he's, like, not doing his duty to the family as the older brother because, you know, they don't have a father, like, to do that duty. Like, that's still, like, she's not fighting for herself and, like, her, her, like, lineage. She's fighting for her family and who she cares about, which is more Hufflepuff than um, Ravenclaw, I Agreed. Think. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so, okay. Okay, I, I'm confident in saying that she's a Hufflepuff. Agreed. Check mark. Got her. Ching. Okay, Ching. so we actually forgot to put her on the list, but so I just added her in here. Marina. Is that her name? Marina. Yeah, Marina. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, this is so tough. She was my biggest question mark of the whole because she's such a main character, mm-hmm. and. Weirdly enough, as much as she's in the show, 
I felt like I didn't get a... It's so strange. I didn't feel like I got a good grasp on her because there was a lot of indifference for me. Like, I felt like she was like, oh, I'm in love with somebody, but I'm willing... Oh, and I think even moment... I think even momentarily that he could not love me or he's he doesn't love me, then I'm willing to switch and I'm willing to break my friend's heart. And then I'm willing to like... I don't know. There was a lot of like back and forth with her. And so I just couldn't get a good grasp. Plus she was fed a lot of lies. I mean, yeah, that's tough to begin with when you're given what you truly believe. And then someone lies to you with such uh, like, um, certainty that you believe it. Yeah. But then to turn out, it's not real. I mean, I feel like she was kind of all over the map for me. Yeah. Um, so I had a huge question mark by her. And the one thing I wrote was that she was, well, I actually wrote two things. I wrote, she's super sacrificial, and then she's also very honest, though. Her degree of honesty with Penelope was um, a little bit breathtaking, frankly. Like, when we were Mm. watching that episode, I just, like, I kind of caught my breath a little bit because I thought, you don't get that a lot. You don't get somebody who's going to tell you, frankly, how it is. Mm Mm-hmm. But with love, like just with mm-hmm. like the degree of care, but also this is the situation and you need to open your eyes and see it. I love you, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard for me to place her because I kept looking for those characteristics in a house and I didn't find any of them. So I am stuck between Gryffindor and Ravenclaw for her. Because of that, what you just said, um, the whole being able to tell somebody, like, this is what's wrong, and this is why, but still with love, I think that's a Ravenclaw okay. trait. Because yeah, I, th- I think it takes a lot of bravery, but I would agree. I think maybe there, and you know, I have an R written beside her with a big, huge question mark, too, because I did think that, I think my question mark was is that, Ravenclaws are so knowledgeable. They're so with it. And I kept coming back to, but was she really? Like, she, it, like the idea that she had this man that she loved that went off to war and she didn't see any of it coming. Like, there, there's not a lot of forethought on her part, not a lot of planning. Yeah. And that's a very Ravenclaw thing to be. And she didn't seem to have any of that. She seemed to be kind of like very go with the flow. Which yeah. Which is why I think I, I, I kept putting, I kept putting Ravenclaw down and then I'd mark it out because I thought, no, she's probably not. She's probably, but I could be convinced otherwise. I think she's in Gryffindor. I think she's a Gryffindor Ravenclaw rising. And that is because, like you were just saying, she's all over the place. The reason I think she's all over the place with the whole, like, I'm in love with this man that I, like, conceived the child with. And then all of a sudden, like, he doesn't love me anymore, so I'm going to go do this and this and this. I think Gryffindors have a lot harder time feeling more than one motion at once but that's because they're feeling that one certain thing so strongly and so passionately whatever it is like sadness happiness like they it's very like one track mindedness like it's like a bullet it's like yeah like they got blinders on yeah like they've got blinders on yeah but in that moment that's where they're at and then as things adjust they readjust for that moment yeah they're very in the moment yeah Person, yeah, yeah. yeah, 
I can actually see that a lot, actually. Now Mm -hmm. that you, I I actually didn't think about that before, but it would explain the bravery because she has no problem speaking her mind. Oh no! Then Raven, I mean not Ravenclaws, Gryffindors don't. Right, and she has so she has no problem speaking her mind, and then on that, like, because you know when you think of chivalry, I and, and and this is like a this is probably my own predisposed habit that's inappropriate completely, but. I always attribute that to men and it really shouldn't be like, there's no reason a woman shouldn't be chivalrous. And I do think that she has some of those traits. And I just Mm -hmm. kind of like, when I got to that trait, I kind of marked it out because I always think of that as being a like knight. Yeah. I I think it's the word chivalry. Right, right, right. And so I need to reframe that, but it probably is something that she would be considered to have as well. Plus helping others. And I think I marked that out originally because I thought that she put her own needs above Penelope's but that doesn't mean she's not chivalrous it was just that she was doing what was necessitated for her she had a child to consider right right, not just a friend and so I kind of forgot that for a moment but yeah I yes I think I think because I forgot some some situations therein Gryffindor would be a solid choice for her and I I can't believe I'm I'm honestly I can't believe I missed it originally and like this is gonna sound bad but the fact that she even got pregnant out of wedlock yeah. in that time period was not very Ravenclaw of her. Like, there was no forethought in that at all. Agreed. I think that's why I kept coming back to, like, who would do that? But you're right. I mean, I think this all aligns now, and it makes sense. Like, I don't think Gryffindors are dumb. I just think, like, if she had her blinders on, her Gryffindor blinders on, like, she was only, in that moment, she was only in love. There was no other, like, nothing else to think about. Yeah. 100%. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Love blinders. You need to sell those online. Love blinders. Love blinders. (laughs) But, yeah. So, I would say she's a Gryffindor. (laughs) Copyrighted. But yeah, so I would I would say she's a Gryffindor. But those are Agreed. interesting. Checkmark. I'm not Boom. usually in between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor, which is I find that very no me. I, I agree. That's kind of a randomness to have that combo, but that's actually the notes I had, and I agree. I think she's a, a Gryffindor with a little hint of Ravenclaw in her, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Hint. A small a, a dabble, a smidge. Yep. Okay, who's next? Okay, so we're getting to some hot and spicy characters. We're getting some here. the good ones. <laughs> oh my um, gosh! In fact, let me let's do a little recap of who's in what house before we get into the 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 good and the ones people have been yeah. waiting for. So we've got Guinevere in Ravenclaw, Benedict in Hufflepuff, Prince Frederick in Hufflepuff, the Queen is in Slytherin. Sienna is a Ravenclaw. Colin is a Gryffindor. Lady Danbury is a Ravenclaw. Lord Featherton Featherington is a Ravenclaw. Lady Featherington is a Slytherin. And Lady Bridgerton is a Hufflepuff. And Marina is a Gryffindor. Right now, they're mostly Ravenclaws or Hufflepuffs. Wow. Look at us. Now people are going to be like, um, that means you guys are biased because all you've been talking about is that there needs to be more representation. No, I think it's going to, I think it's going to paint out. I just, I feel yeah. like it's going to, let's just see. I want to, I'm, I'm excited about the numbers 
at the end because I'm curious. Yeah. So now we're on to um, Penelope Featherington. Ooh, Penelope. Okay. So here's where this is like I think the one I've been the most excited about. I know there's I know there's some bigger people, bigger fish to fry, so to speak. I was, but um, I've I cannot lie. This whole like um, so with full disclosure. I, so as I'm watching, like, I couldn't, I didn't know Julie Andrews was the voice of Lady Whistledown until, um, just, like, last night, frankly. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to IMDb and I was like, oh my gosh! But, you've got to, when you talk about Penelope, you've got to, now that the season's ended, mm-hmm. um, hashtag, um, you know, spoiler, I, I had bet money that Lady Whistledown was either Penelope or it was Eloise. And the mm. moment that Eloise started doing the research, I was like, oh, it's not her, obviously. Mm. Right. And then the, I, then when she kept talking to Penelope, I was like, oh, okay, is it not her? Because I bet money on one of the two of them because to me, they were the smartest slash most antisocial of the group, which meant mm. they were the most prone to write this thing. So then, when it came down to what's her name, what's uh the um Guinevere, the dressmaker, mm-hmm. I was like, when it was like, oh, she's Lady Whistledown, I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's right because they're pointing all the signs to her, but yeah, I just don't feel like it. I just don't feel right about it. it doesn't yeah. feel. I mean, no offense, but she just doesn't seem that smart to me. And why would it, what would her motive be to write all this? Yeah. And so I was really bothered by it. And then, you know, Eloise went to see her and it was like almost assuredly her. I was super bothered because, I mean, I fancy myself this true crime solver. Like, I'm like, where's the NYPD not calling me to help solve life <laughs> mysteries? And so then when I didn't get it right, I was like, this is why they're not calling me. Well, now they need to get my phone number because... I was right all along. It's Penelope. <laughs> and so it really defines kind of like her her house structure, right? Mm. She's very secretive. Yeah. And so I think it's without a doubt that Penelope slash Lady Whistledown is a Ravenclaw. I don't think that I, I feel like there's like no questions asked. I'm super curious. Like, this is the biggest one for me. I wanted to know your thoughts because I thought if I, if you have a disagreement with me on this, we're, this is going to be like monumental. I, I wouldn't say I disagree, but that's because I have a, I have a question mark for her. Oh. Because she, she comes off as a Hufflepuff, which she's not. I don't think she is. Um, but she, like, something about her just like, you you just think she is. It's the yellow. It's the yellow that she hates to wear. No, I think that that's true. I think that there's a lot of... I, I 100% agree with that. And I think that there's a lot of her. This is where I think the time period is genius for this whole thing is because she's expected... A lot of them are expected to do things that really aren't them. And I mm-hmm. think that for her, she has a spot that she's expected to fill, but what she truly is inside. And I love that about her. Like, I love her character. Yeah. I just, I can't even, I just am like, on. there's certain shows where you're like, I can, my husband can't wait for any time we finish a series of anything. He's like, 
I I need to know immediately. And I'm like, you can wait 12 months. We'll get there. Jeez. <laughs> but this is one of the ones where I can't wait either. And one of the reasons why is because I want to see where they take her. Because the fact that they showed who she was at the end mm-hmm. of season one, I just am like on my edge, the edge of my yeah. seat. I'm like, please tell me what you're going to do with her now because she's too titillating like yeah she's too good not to give me more but with a twist like yeah I it is very know. interesting and it's very interesting that they told us already yeah they told us already because so, uh, i thought I, that was going to be a whole thing but yeah. then it, it's not so plus i love that she went up to the person that she has love interest with like she went up to colin and she was undeniably almost i mean she didn't tell him but she was bold enough to be willing to tell him and prior to that she was bold enough to tell him that his love, the, the person that he had a love interest for, was not who she seemed to be. She is, she's bold. She's got a little reservation, but she's bold enough in so many ways to put herself out there. And she's definitely smart. She has the written word at her hand, and I love that. Yes. Oh, she's very smart. Um, but I, I, the more we're talking... Um, and this is what I was gonna. This is what I was hoping you were gonna say. You thought her house was, so we could just agree. Um, I first of all, Gryffindor is easy to write out because she Gryffindor wouldn't be enough. secret. No, she wouldn't be secret. She wouldn't be secret. She'd be like, right. "I'm Lady Whistledown." <laughs> right, right. Yeah, good. Okay, good. We're yeah, in the same place. yeah. Once she I thought the it. same thing. She's not quite brazen enough right. to do that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Brazen. Um, and yeah, but. So I, I think she might be a Slytherin. Oh, I kind of love that. I think, and here's the thing, it's she's not so focused on where she should be in society for what she wants, but she's very, she wants, she wants Colin. And that's why she almost tells him. And that's why she tells, like, she's very strategic about everything she does and she has a purpose behind why she told Colin that. Because she Similar to her Colin. mother. Similar yeah. to her mother, but a lot more like because she doesn't have children yet, it's less about her future or their future and more about her own love. I mean, that makes sense. Like, I, I, I kept... So I put her Ravenclaw because I kept attributing all of her smarts to it all. But I forget that just because your ambition is not or what's to come. Ambition can be... You're right. I'm sorry. Like I'm like playing no, this out in my head now because I hadn't done it before. And when I hear the word ambition, I always think it's for your own... Like, not necessarily financial gain, but like either your name or your finances yeah. or something. I forget that it could be for the heart. Like you yeah. could... For you what could want, you want. Right. You could want something so bad just for your emotional ambition. It, that's a hard one to to like digest, right? Yeah. So like, but it's true. You could you could your heart wants what it wants, and she wants Colin so bad that yes, that could also be attributed to ambition. And she definitely has the cunning. Yeah. And I mean, heritage. I don't know that. I don't know that it does. It plays into it, but I also know that it doesn't necessarily because if you think about it, like the whole like just the whole justification for her telling Colin that she shouldn't be with Marina is really, I mean, a multi-suit. Like, I mean, it could, yeah. she said it was 
for multi reasons, but she could have justified it in her mind for anything, really, yeah. at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think Slytherins always think they're in the right. When oh, they, and she definitely thinks she's in the right. No yeah. matter what she's done, there's never been any. I haven't seen one amount of. I, I think that's a very good point because I think that with Marina, she saw a point where she felt bad that she did something wrong to Penelope. Mm-hmm. But Penelope never felt like she did anything wrong to her, to Marina. Right. 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 And yeah, so that's like a very, that's very much a, I'm justified in every, every action situation. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, you just, I was so sure. And I think you well, just no, swayed me. I think like definitely, like that can also be a Ravenclaw thing is that like, I don't think a Ravenclaw would say anything if they didn't think they were in the right. But they could also be uh, more swayed. On, like, she's if definitely, you were, like, right. She's definitely not meek. And I think that Ravenclaws would be a little more meek in their yeah. attitude. Mm-hmm. And I, she's definitely not that. Especially knowing what we know of her now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally change that. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm actually grabbing my paper. I've got a whole paper, everyone. Anyone who wants to know, I've got paper. I'm marking. It's now changed from an R to an S. It's very cute. I'm circling it. (laughs) My pencil. It's cute. Okay. It's done. It's done. She's a Slytherin. It's done. Yeah. I'm I'm coloring over Julie Andrews' face because she's went from like singing on the hills of (laughs) Nazi Germany to now she's a Slytherin. It's amazing. I don't know how that even happens, but it does. Well, I mean. We got to call somebody quick in Europe. I don't know who. One of the countries. Because that just changed. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, yeah, because I don't even... No, it's true. You can't, like, yeah. we can feel bad about it all day. I mean, the hills are alive with the sound of Nazis or whatever, but we can feel bad about it, but it's not going to change the fact that, like... I mean, the de- the Death Eaters are basically de- a metaphor for Nazis, and they are mostly Slytherins, but that's not saying all Slytherins are Nazis at all. Exactly. Which is not fair, really. Like, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, it's really not fair. I mean, I'm sorry, but... Anyway. Penelope okay. <laughs> so, Hetherington is a Slytherin. She's a total Slytherin. I was off by a heartbeat. Just a, Yeah, just a... Goodbye, just, Julie Andrews. I've scribbled out your face, which if anyone ever said, scribble out Julie Andrews' face, <laughs> I would have been like, why would I do that? That sounds like a crime. So, um... Now we're on to... Eloise. Oh my gosh, Eloise. I love Eloise. I do too. So much. And I'm praying, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you know something I don't know, but I feel like she's the next Bridgerton. No. And I don't know if it's, oh, she's not. No, uh, Anthony's the next Bridgerton. It's going to be a guy. I should have known it was going to be one of the brothers. But, um, God, that's tough because Anthony's got so many problems. I know. Like, seriously, he's got a lot of problems. Some of which actually was interesting because it made it easier or and or not easier, but some of it made it easier and distorting because, like, when you think about, like, Eloise not wanting to come of age, she was not ready. And, like, when you, and then there was a moment in the whole series where they were like, but if who was it? Colin was, like, talking to Anthony and he was like, yeah, but I'm already older than Daphne. Why am I not able to make my own decisions when I'm already older than her and she's already willing to, you know, like... Yeah. 
make her choice on who she's to marry, but I can't like tell you who I want to because you think I'm so young. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think that there's a lot of the time difference that equate equates to like what we think of them, but really their choices are kind of predefined for them. So you have to look beyond that. Yeah. So now we're on to Eloise Burger King. Eloise. Okay, so here's what I did with Eloise. Is I kind of did the same thing I did with, um, who was it? One of the Lady Bridgerton, maybe? I can't remember. But what I did was, she's fascinating. Like, she might be, again, it comes back to, we're getting down to, like, the really meat of the meat mm-hmm. of characters. And she's one of my favorites. Actually, mm-hmm. when it first started, I was like, Ugh, I hate her. Yeah. And then, like, I was two episodes in, and I was like, what is she going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. That that very deep voice of hers and that awkward eye that she's got mm-hmm. is like, you know, I mean, I don't mean to be critical, but it's a little half lazy. Like, you don't know where it's going to look kind of situation. Yeah. She was, here's, and this is why I landed there, is like, I feel like she's either a Ravenclaw Hufflepuff, but only because... I do not see any traits of hers that remind me of Gryffindor Slytherin. I was like, she is, she could be a little on the Gryffindor side only because she's brazen, but she's definitely not Slytherin. There is nothing about her that, that I don't think she cares about ambition. She's, I, if, if someone was to call her cunning, it would probably only be because she was calculated. And I don't think that has anything to do with cunningness. She could care less about heritage or, or mm-hmm. like where she's supposed to be or when she's supposed to be. Like none of that <laughs> resides within her. Like she's yeah. just very like, I want to be me and I want to do me. And <laughs> I, that, but that's the end of the day for her. Like she just doesn't have this, like she doesn't have a calculated bone in her body other than seeking the truth. And if there was one of these houses that said truth seeker, I'd be like, it's her. Like, that's who yeah. we should be talking about. Like, star. She gets a golden star. But none of those do that. And so I think that's why I was stuck between, like, those two houses. Hufflepuff and, and Ravenclaw. So I'm actually stuck between Gryffindor and Ravenclaw. <gasps> Ooh. And, you know, so I, how I told you that, like, Gryffindors really present themselves in the physicality of who they are and less than, like, what they say, mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm. very Eloise to me, and which is why I leaned. And she is very brazen. She's very like. She is. And every, you know, one of the things that got me is every time she was presented with an option to not be where she's supposed to be, mm-hmm. she took it. She took it. Yeah. She didn't, she wasn't the one that presented it. But then again, a woman of the time probably shouldn't have. Like it would have been completely out of character for yeah. someone of her position to. To be like, I'm going to option myself to do this. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. But she definitely took it. 100%. Whether She's it was her rule. sister or mm-hmm. her brother or anyone else. If they said, you could go to the library. You could leave the party. You can do yeah. anything. She was like, okay, done. Okay, Without question. Yeah, she wants bye. to do what she wants to do. And that's a very Gryffindor thing. And she's yeah. going to take every opportunity to do it. But she did. I will say, point this out. Any time her mother asked her or wanted her or expected her to do something, I felt like she she did it. And without, with little argument, though, like she she was yeah. 
she was like, okay, if that's what's expected of me, I will do it. When the queen wanted her to be a spy, she, now granted, not that she didn't, she, that was in her wheelhouse. Like, that was like, hey, I want to do that. Right. I'm trying but to, also- like, play this out in my mind. I'm like, who would she, who is she appeasing? Why would she have done this? Just, just for fun. And that's, that is my argument for Ravenclaw. Because here's my thing about Ravenclaws. They have the ability. Seeking the knowledge, right? The seeking the knowledge. But the thing is with Ravenclaws, I always think of them as only seeking knowledge where they want to seek it. Like, they don't. You know, like the whole burnt out, gifted, and talented kid from elementary school, and now they've like burnt themselves out, and now they're just like. like that was me hyper-focused on, like, one thing that has nothing to do with anything intellectual, necessarily. Oh my god, that's me now. Yeah, that's, that was <laughs> a like, Ravenclaw. I'm wait, what's happening? I, You're talking are, about... <laughs> those are Ravenclaw, like, the one, like... So the, she could be a Gryffindor now, and then when she's 42, what you're saying is she's gonna be a Ravenclaw. No, I'm saying the whole, like, her wanting to find out who Lady Whistledown is just because she wants to know. And not for any other motive than it's interesting to her is very Ravenclaw. Like, she's except interested. for the fact that if she were so smart to see, I mean, do I? I would love to know which house would be oblivious to the fact that it's right under their nose. Would Ravenclaw do that? Would they be like? Would they? Are they so smart that they would catch it, or are they? Are they of the? Just because they're super smart, does that mean that they wouldn't? see what's in front of their face. Do you know what I mean? Like I think sometimes Ravenclaws can can't see what's in front of their face if they're so focused on something else there. So like I feel like Ravenclaws wouldn't necessarily test well if they're not interested in whatever subject matter the test is on because they're so they've stayed up for four hours reading about I don't know, penguins because they like penguins and they don't like math. And so instead of studying for their their math test just for an example, they're like, I don't know the square root of 495, okay. but I know how many bones penguins have. But, but, and I, and I'm going to like, I'm going to throw this out there only because again, I'm going to, I'm going to remind everyone listening that I said Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. And now we're down to Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. And mm-hmm. um, two of the characteristics of, Gryffindor, and I kept hearkening back to bravery, 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 and I kept thinking, she doesn't have enough of it. But what she does have, helping others and chivalry. And she positioned herself in a way to help who she thought was her brother's lover mm-hmm. escape persecution by the queen, even though that's not who it really was. But she put herself out there in that way, which is very chivalrous for a woman. Mm-hmm. And she was helping someone else who had literally nothing to do with her own. Like there was no reward in it for herself. So that to me is like, I'm kind of like, even though Gryffindor, I was like, I literally wrote maybe a little Gryffindor. And now I'm like thinking, Holy crap. Yeah. She might be way more Gryffindor than I anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. I might even be willing to completely switch my thought because that's two of three characteristics. And frankly, it was a little brave. It was very, I think, because it, 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 the queen never found out like that she did that. 
Oh, the queen. You're right. Yeah. The queen. The queen. Like, off with your head. That yeah. would be like, yeah. And she did it. And for, in fact, whenever he, it was funny because whenever she was like, they're on to you. Get out of here. And like, yeah. she was like, she turned to that guy and she's like, oh, they just escaped. I'm like, I'm sorry, but he just literally watched you tell them yeah. to go away. Like, did he not? Then you like ran down the like alleyway. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but every did. Am I the only one who saw that? Like everyone saw that, right? Like she right. told him to go. Yeah, they they said leave. She said right. leave. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, I agree. I think that even though I put it in my like third of four categories, I think that there could be a strong argument for Gryffindor here. I and I'm completely she's... marking out Hufflepuff now. I'm like, oh nope, nope. You're right. I'm done. Done. I think, I think she's a Gryffindor. I just. I love Hufflepuffs, but um, she's not one. She's just not. I, I just think she's a Gryffindor. I. Let's do it. Let's just let's just assign, let's let's just hat this thing and let's just say she's a Gryffindor with the Ravenclaw um exponential. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. I love it. I love it. Actually, I didn't know I was going to love it, but I love it. It's great. It's so funny because that's what exactly happened with my best friend. When I was like, I think he's a Slytherin, and you're like, oh. No, I know. It, I thought I was killing it because I was like, oh, you've convinced me, and now I'm like, I'm being convinced of things I didn't know I would be convinced of. So, I, deal, I, deal. Fair, I do this every week, and I'm always. I did it for years before I had a podcast over it. So, <laughs> you, true, and I didn't. But now I'm thinking, maybe, maybe I should be involved in this more because. It's so much fun. And two, I'm a little bit like, there's so many, can we start sorting like every Real Housewife into a category? Because that would be so much fun. It'd be so much fun. But they're, again, they're real people. And so that's more difficult for me. Except for that, I'm guessing the majority of them are Slytherins. So. Probably. Um, no offense. I love you, Richardson sisters. But I think that maybe all of you are like, every Real Housewife is probably in it for the money. So, I mean. <laughs> If I got paid one hundred seventy five thousand dollars an episode, I'd be in it for the money too, right? Like, mm, why not? Yeah, yeah. I got children. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, Eloise is a Gryffindor. I'm Love glad. it! Oh my god, that makes me so happy, and I don't even know why, but it does. It's just, of course, it's just Eloise. Eloise, like whatever we. She's literally like, one of my favorite characters. Like, I don't know what it is about her. I, I, I would love to talk to casting. Because I, there is something just ig- like enigmatic or whatever it is about her. Like I, I think that there is something that just draws a person into her, and I had no idea it was going to happen. Like I would have, she's my biggest change of the season. Yeah, yeah. She just grows on you, but she grows on you very quickly. Very, yeah, yeah. She might be my favorite person. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, there's one person that's my favorite, but I'm not. I'll, I'll save that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay, so now we're on to Anthony. Big brother Anthony. Oh, and big Griffin. brother Anthony. Um, I actually didn't... This sounds absurd. Except I didn't write anything down for him. And there's a reason why, because... Um, he's a tough cookie. Well, he's a tough cookie, and I feel like he's really present. Um... I feel like he's super present in the season, except for that everything he does, every action to me, 
and this goes back to our just our previous discussion. We li- I mean, we literally just talked about this, but I feel like every single thing he does is out of obligation. And so even though you see a ton of him, you don't really see the true him. And the only moment you see the true him is when he's interacting with, um, or the any times, not time, mm-hmm. times, you see the true him is when he's interacting with Sienna. And I feel like the most true him, I mean, let's be honest, I'm, I'm going to be blunt, rather, not honest, blunt. Most of the time it's just sex. Yeah. But when it's not sex or sexual, like, feelings, looking, or, or yearning, Mm-hmm. One time I felt like he was truly himself was when he, they're at the door together. Yeah. And it was the most awkward scene of the entire season for me because I felt like she, one, showed a whole side of herself that she never showed. Like, the the ability to tell someone that you clearly love and yearn for, like, deep down inside that you yearn for, that you're, t- you're crying while you're telling them to go, I can relate with. But his reaction to it was tough. It was still a tough re- for like relation. But his reaction to the whole thing was so absurd to me because I just didn't understand. Like they didn't give me enough to understand where he was coming from. I didn't know whether he was willing to accept her telling him it's done. We're over. Just go. It's for the best because she'd said similar things before, and he didn't. He didn't take it one hundred percent. But in that moment, he he, it felt like he took it 100%. He turned around and left. He threw the flowers down. And I'm like, wait, why? Yeah. Why? You're willing to give up everything. And she tells you no. And you're the one that has more to lose than she does. She has only stuff to gain, frankly. Why would you be like, okay, bye. And then walk away. I I just don't know who he is. I, I literally don't know who he is. And I think that that's... The, I just wrote down question mark, question mark, question mark, heritage, question mark, obligation, question mark. So I want to know... I feel like this is where season two is going to be like... I'm worried... I, I guess what I'm saying is, is if I sign him to a house, I'm, I think that season two will... It's going to completely change it because I mm-hmm. feel like what well, all they've done is hold back all season so that they could really throw us something crazy for season two for him. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like every action he made all season was out of obligation to his family and or maybe some other people. But does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that at this point, that makes him a Slytherin. Ooh, because I wrote down heritage. Like I did write that, like family above all else. Like you make all your choices for what, and this is very Malfoy of him Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like Malfoy ever acted. Well, pride. I think he had a lot of pride, which is Mm -hmm. a very heritage tied thing. Mm -hmm. But I always question whether Malfoy, similar to whether Harry was ever really a Gryffindor because, you know, he had, he told the hat where he wanted to be. Yeah. Did, I always question whether Malfoy told the hat where he wanted to be too. And so I wonder if. I, I think that that might have a lot to do with it. I think maybe you God, you keep swaying me. Um, I think that maybe that would be true. Like if, if Anthony were 11 years old. And he were being sorted. 
maybe he doesn't know himself. And then there's nothing wrong with not knowing yourself. Like you've got a lot to learn. And so maybe he would be Slytherin because he would, his obligation to family would fear him that direction. Yeah. And I don't think his, and like, so we talked about how Penelope's like ambition was to be with Colin. And that's why she made all those moves. I don't think his ambition in the long run was to be with Sienna. And that's why he could just throw the flowers down and say, okay. Cause she kind of gave him that out. He isn't, but for, for me, he's between a Gryffindor and a Slytherin, which is very interesting because I don't usually get that. But I, I like. But he has a lot of passion. Yeah, he has a lot of passion, but I, I. Yeah, there's that, a lot of fires burning within him that we don't know yet. I agree with that. Yeah, that is a defining moment between Slytherin and Gryffindor for me because I think a Gryffindor would be like, no, you're being dumb. Like, we should go do what I said we did earlier because like we're in love and like that's and like for him it was just very like kind of like oh okay no right that's this is good for the path that I already wanted to be on and for my family and all of that so okay yeah I agree with that I think that that's really astute I don't I I literally was lost, and I'm glad that I wrote Heritage because I think you're right. I think that I think that 11 year old Anthony. I I truly believe that now that we've had this talk, I think that he would be a I think he would be a Slytherin, and I do think there is a good chance, given some familial differences, like had he been in a different position in his his um birth. Like, like birth position. Yeah. I think that he would have maybe been Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. But I think that given him being the, I, I'm, I'm only assuming because of where he, the conversation lies in this whole series. I think that he's the firstborn. He's a male. His dad's dead. I think that he, um, I think he's a Slytherin. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Good. Assigned. 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 Sorted. Ha- Sorted hat agrees. We're good to go. Yeah, he, Eloise is what he would have been if he was born in any other any other time. Yeah, kind of, I, yeah, kind of. I agree, but because he was the oldest. But yeah, no, I think he because he was born first. He was raised to be a Slytherin, basically. I think he might have shook Draco Malfoy's hand. And when Harry Potter didn't. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I think that's solid. I feel really confident in that after not knowing it all. Yay. I must feel good, but I can help. (laughs) Me too. No, I I like it when we come to a consensus. It's very good. Me too. Um, Okay. It's the, so it's we're the down big to two. Our, the big two of this season, and um, one of them is. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put it out there. One of them is super easy for me, and one of them is super hard for me. Is Simon easy for you, and Daphne's hard? Nope, the opposite. Okay, good, because mine's the same. <laughs> okay, so who? I. I. Well, let's start with. We're on Simon. Our easiest. Oh, we're gonna start with our 
the hard one for me is Simon. The easy one yeah. for me is Daphne. Well, I think we should do Simon because Daphne is like the big one. Like that, the oh, whole season think? was about her. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. the whole season was about Simon for me. But then again, <laughs> who else takes her shirt off and looks like that? So, I mean, true. throwing that out there. I'm sorry, but any any guy that looks like that and has a British accent, um, sign me up. <laughs> put me on a put me on a boat. I'm there. Tommy, if you're listening to this, he would agree 100. percent He would. He would. Yeah, no, he'd be like, "Go ahead, go get on the boat, go." <laughs> if it wasn't you, it ought to be me. Or I mean, if it wasn't me, it ought to be you. Whatever. <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we drilled a lot this season. Um, so. I literally had to write down every single house and then write down what characteristics that I thought he embodied from each house because I saw a little bit of every house in him. Um, And part of it is because, and this is what I said to Tommy, every single, Tommy's my husband, by the way, everyone, every single episode, I had to say, like, why is he not telling her how he feels? Like, why is he not just putting it out there? And so there was this quiet component of him that you have to, like, try to decipher. And so for me, I was like, okay, Gryffindor. I think he's chivalrous. I think he's very helping. Like, I love that about him. And Hufflepuff. (laughs) And see, this is where I'm going to, like, give myself away. But Hufflepuff, I'm like, oh, he's hardworking. He's patient. He's loyal. I think fair play is a huge thing for him. Ravenclaw, he's intelligent, obviously. I mean, like, that was a huge thing for for Lady, what's her name? Like, Lady... Danbury. Danbury. Like, she made sure that he had the know-how because he had to prove it, right? Like, he had all those things that he had to live Mm -hmm. up to for his dad. And all those are very Ravenclaw things. Mm -hmm. And then there was um, Slytherin. And I wrote none. None of the things that embody Slytherin to me were him at all. Literally nothing. Like he, those were all those traits of Slytherin. Literally, he could care less. I felt like none of them he could care anything about. But at the end of the day, the most of any of them, I felt like he embodied was Hufflepuff. I felt like he is. He embodied every single one of their traits, whereas he embodied some of the others of other houses. So that I, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna circle, I'm gonna put a little circle, a little heart. Because he's so sexy. I'm going to put a little heart on Hufflepuff. Because I love Hufflepuffs. And there it is. That's my vote. Okay. I'm actually between Hufflepuff and Slytherin. <gasps> really? I completely disagree that there's, he doesn't have any Slytherin traits. I completely disagree. He told his dad he was never going to have any children to spite his father. He was never going to have a family to spite his father. And that is Slytherin to a T. Even if he's not a Slytherin, that is a Slytherin thing to do. Really? See, I feel like that's... This sounds really nutty, maybe. But I feel like that's anti-heritage. Like, I feel like that's not... Like, you could care less. Like, I feel like heritage... And this is where sometimes I think I'm a little Slytherin is because I feel like your only way of, the only way you can survive after you're dead, which just agrees with, is your heritage. Like what you represented and like, you've got to like live on in your kids and your grandkids and all that stuff. Like Mm -hmm. you could buy a building or whatever and put your name on it, but 
you, the way the land works changes things. Like someone could tear it down and be like, we don't care if they put it in the state, like it's gone. Whereas your kids, that can't ever change. Like Lillian, Mason, and Shane are never going to be able to deny them. I mean, I guess they could go petition at the last name change now that I say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, what, but I guess what I mean is, is like, if you really do the right things, a building can be torn down, but your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids, they can never be torn down. They're there. And if you loved good enough, I, I guess is my point. And so for him, it was sort of anti-heritage. Like he wanted the opposite of that. Like he wanted to not be represented in the view. He wanted his father to not be represented, right. I, guess I should say. And so for me, I felt like this sounds nuts, but I felt like that was his way of being loyal is like he was being so loyal to his beliefs that he was able to create this structure in his mind that would that would last on like where he would be like i'm not going to do what you want and i am so committed to that like i'm so loyal to that idea that i will stick by it like i am that resolute and I, I agree. I do think it's out of... Oh God, I think so that's tough. very Slytherin to me. That is a Slytherin kind of loyalty to one's own mind. I know, but he has no ambition. He has no... No, his ambition is to not have... the And, like you said, like the intelligence that he he has when he works through his, um, his stutter and like all of that other stuff that Lady Dandre helps him with, he has an ambition to become better. Because, like, see, but that's hard work, and that's Hufflepuff. That is hard work, but I that is also ambition. This is why. Uh, this is why I just need to make a case for Slytherin because I'm between Hufflepuff and Slytherin, which is very interesting. He's a very interesting character. He's a super interesting character, and I actually I wish. God, now I feel like I need it. Like you're making a good argument, and I didn't. I I just ruled all those things out, and I feel like I need to go back and watch again. I, I was, I was, before you and I even had this conversation about doing this, I was gobstopped by him all season because I kept thinking, who is this man? Like, why is he making the choices he's making? Mm -hmm. And even though they're explaining part of it to me, there's more to that because love drives you to such degrees. And I do believe that. I believe wholeheartedly that his love for Daphne is so extreme and I feel like he tells her in certain ways and other times he doesn't tell her and I want to know that motivation I want to know why it is that it, sometimes his father and his commitment to that pact he made to himself is so driving that he would not say a word to her but then at other times he would completely profess his love for her in such an abstract way like, it's so very different. Except for either way, it's bold, right? Like, either yeah. way, it's very bold. And I don't know what that would be. Because it is. It is very quiet, but bold. That's him. I think, to a T. Yeah. I think that's his conflicting ambitions. Like, his past ambitions, and now his current one, he didn't expect to find somebody that he loved so much that he would go against his own convictions. That he, like, was obviously so... So, like he was going, he was willing to like give up Daphne because he knew she wanted children, and he was not going to have children. He was willing to die, yeah, for someone else to have what they wanted, which is self-sacrificial. Where's that at? 
I don't see that on there. Self-sacrificial. <laughs> yeah, which is Hufflepuff. I- I'm going to go for Hufflepuff then. I just don't see him as a slither. I do see some... I do, now that you point that out, I do see some of that. I do see... um, Probably if more than anything, I think I see fortitude. Like, it, the, his ability to push himself to extremes in either direction, no matter what the motivation is. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, like, what's... What's I mean? They need a category on him for strong will, and I don't know what that would be. But that would be either a Hufflepuff or Gryffindor, and 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 in our case, I think it's a Hufflepuff. Then yeah, especially since so in my, like, I mean, that's in, where I landed to begin with. Is he's a, I have a heart on that because I think he embodies all those things. Just because he has characteristics of maybe I didn't see this the Slytherin before, and I do now, doesn't mean that that means he is. I think that yeah. means that because, like I said before, I saw two characteristics of Gryffindor and Ravenclaw that I thought embodied him. I think he has a lot of overwhelming, wonderful characteristics. Yeah. I mean, I'd marry him. I mean, yeah, me too. But I I, I, I just wanted to make a case for Slytherin. But I do, I Good think I you. would agree that he, he... I'm looking at his picture right now, and I'm like, hmm. Buff. He... <laughs> those he, cheekbones. And you, I, it boils down to this, from what you said earlier, it made me go, ding, ding. Um... I always think of Slytherins would be willing to kill for the people that they love, and Hufflepuffs would be willing to die. Die for the people, for the people they, love. they love. Yeah. I love and, that. Yeah. And he would. And he would. Gryffindors would do both. Ravenclaws would be like, why are we killing and fight? Like, why are we killing and dying? For Which people? is like, weird because. a really easy way to fix this. Right now, I'm thinking when you say that about dying for someone you love, too, I think or I mean killing for someone you love, is that I can't even put him in that scenario, which is weird because I do think he loves her. Like, I don't, I don't think he'd want to be put in that scenario. I think he would sooner give his life than kill someone else first. You know what I mean? What I mean? Yeah. Like, be yeah. like, well, then why don't I just die then? Rather than yeah. kill someone for someone I love, I'd rather just die for someone. So mm-hmm. yeah, Hufflepuff all the way. I, I'm sticking by my original answer and I'm even more convinced now that we've talked about it. I think that's fair. I think, okay. You convinced me. And like I said, he was hard. I didn't have him anywhere, but I could make a case for Southern. Which I have to say, it super supports my decision on who I think Daphne is. So that makes me even happy. Okay, now I need to know where you think Daphne is, because I kind of feel like we're not going to agree, and I'm afraid of that, so I need to know where you think she is. Well, see, now I kind of want to know what you think first. And normally, I know this probably isn't the way it goes down. I feel like I, I'm always on the, I feel like I'm in the hot seat and I'm just the one that's supposed to say first. But now that you just said that, I'm kind of like, holy crap, maybe I should. I'll just I actually, say uh, yeah, okay. I need you to no. tell me. I need you to tell me. I mean, she's Gryffindor. And I didn't even, what's crazy is I wrote down literally nobody else, nothing else. And because I was so confident in my answer. Because to me, of all the characters, She's the bravest, and I feel like she would. I feel like she. Oh my gosh! You know what's weird is I feel like everything you've told me about Gryffindors all night long even swayed me more so because I think that the, I, I originally had like bravery, helping others, and chivalry. I'm like, well, I mean, chivalry again. I have to really like kind of reframe that for that time period and like women and what the yeah, role yeah. was and whatever. But I feel like she embodies all of that. 
And then on top of that, you added things earlier that just even embodied it more. Like you were talking about how they kind of have a boisterous attitude about mm-hmm. themselves. And not that I think that she's super prideful. It's not like we're not talking pride and prejudice here. Mm-hmm. But I do think that she has a way of being like, she has a little a little bit of an air about her. And not in a bad way, but a good way. Like, the same way Harry Potter does. Like, I mean, frankly, he's a little bit like, I'm Harry Potter. But yeah. I'm not gonna, I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean to rub it in your face. I'm just yeah. saying, I'm here. And I feel like she's kind of the same way. Like, when she shows up to the fair, she's like, yes. I'm a Bridgerton, and now I'm a Duchess, mm-hmm. and now I'm a you know, I'm gonna be a queen maybe one day yeah. because I'm so fabulous. I'm not gonna rule anything out, right? But here I am to tell you what to do with your pigs. And okay, well I'll fix that too yeah. later, but we'll do it. Like, but she does nothing in a way that's not humble either. Like it's this very good balance, and I just feel like that is a total. I don't know, just everything about her screams. She was the only character of this whole list we've gone through that I was super confident in. And I don't even know why. Like, I, I'm not, well, and I'll explain more later, but as soon as we're done with her, but I will, I will <laughs> say I was super confident in her. Okay. I can, I can, I, I'm not disagreeing. I've said, I feel like I've said it a bunch. Okay. But during this podcast, but I'm not disagreeing, but I also had her as a Hufflepuff before. You said that only because you, I, for some reason, I didn't even consider Gryffindor. I was thinking so much because of her Hufflepuff traits that I like, didn't even like. No, no, no. I will agree. Like it was weird because when we first started, when the when we very first discussed this, I actually, you know, like that time where you sit down and you're like, I'm going to like break these people down. Like when you just throw it down mm-hmm. in your brain and you're like, the first reactions, you're usually the right reaction or your yeah. first thoughts are usually you're the right reaction. Yeah. Like, or the first thoughts, the right, right thought. I thought, oh, well, I really thought Simon was a Gryffindor. And I thought, Penelope's a Hufflepuff. And I don't know why I thought that. I guess I just thought that he was this, like, brave soul and that she was mm. this, like, ambivalent. Yeah. Because she's a lady. I mean, yeah. I, I don't mean to be sexist, but I just thought yeah. no, that she, she after- was this more, yeah. like, but the more I thought about it, I thought, no, that's not accurate at all. She is the she is really the stronger, braver, more like chivalrous one in the relationship, frankly. Yeah. Like she's the one dragging him along and saying, No, you've got to catch up with me here. Like yeah. you've got to be the one to get on board, buddy. And we're we can do this. We can do anything together, but because we love each other and I believe in us. But when you question us, then I start to question us. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I need you to catch up with me. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what yeah. I felt like the whole time. Okay. Yeah. That mean, yeah, no. I think the whole pig thing is what made me... Um, See, I love that. Because that's exactly... No, the, the pig thing actually was one... That's so weird. That is one of the, like, pivotal points for me, too. Is I kept coming back to the pig thing. And that's where I actually... <laughs> so strange that you were, like, Hufflepuff. But it's actually, I looked at it and was like, fair play. Yeah, that's a Hufflepuff thing. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, no, no, no. She's trying to help those people. She's trying to be their governess or their, I mean, duchess. I mean, that's yeah. what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be this like, and she was trying to step into a role that really wasn't her role at all to begin with. Yeah. It was really her husband's. And that's the one thing I kept waiting for is I kept waiting for her 
after that moment, and I wish the show had done this, I kept waiting for her to take more of a role. Because it's, and maybe I'm a little bit too Downton Abbey here, but I kept waiting for her to be like, I thought that's where the story was going. It was them, I thought that was a pivotal moment in her being like, babe, you gotta do it this way. Yeah. And them to be, and him to be like, oh, what would I have ever done without right. you? Because I'm not cut out for this life. I was never meant to be this job or whatever. <laughs> but it didn't pan out that way, unfortunately. But that's what I had, I thought where we were going. But either way, I think that was the same intention for her, like her character. I think that that's like, I think that they were trying to say, hey, she's she's here and she's constantly trying to think of ways to help others above herself. Yeah, which is a helpful thing for me, too. That's kind of what Gryffindor and Gryffindor thing. And I so agree. It kind of teeters. Um, but the she didn't think about what that, she didn't ask anybody. She didn't think anybody, think to like ask like, what the prize was or anything like that with the whole pig thing. Which is a little... Look at this cool thing I'm going to do, and, like, everybody's going to be happy, and then just kind of, like, and then later was like, why is everyone mad at me? That is a Gryffindor thing. Yeah, there we go. That's what I was going to say. Isn't that really very Gryffindor to be like, congratulations to me. I did everybody a justice. It's solid. Yeah. And then be like, oh, it wasn't? Yeah. okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But, yeah, I can... Okay. I'm... Okay. We did them, right? Yeah. We did Okay, so it's been, um, I feel like I'm running this podcast now. I'm just like, okay, so, um, 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 but it's been years since we've talked about this because I remember in my living room, like, I don't know, like maybe seven years ago, hold Zoe, she's six. Oh God, maybe eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. I don't even know. But I remember us going to Pottermore, and I remember the house sorting, and it was like a big deal for all of us. And um, I had to go refresh my memory on what I was. So suffice it to say, I don't remember what you are, because I was wrong about what I am. Yes. I'm a Hufflepuff. They all know that. They all know I'm a Hufflepuff. That was the first. Which is great, because I'm a huge lover of Hufflepuffs. In fact, I thought I was a Hufflepuff. I I think that's your rising house. I think I was going to say 100%. I think I'm a Hufflepuff rising. Or I um, mean a rising Hufflepuff. But oh, you said it right the first time. I am. Wait, no, don't say it yet. We're going oh, to We're going to give them a chance to pause <gasps> and like go pause. and comment and like tweet at us or anything like that. Yeah, what, do what it. guesses are. Um and while they do that, I'm going to read off um, where we have the list. sorted. The Yay! List, the oh my god, list. I want to write this down. And then when it's then when it's over, we can finally reveal. If this is any like help to anybody, I got a speeding ticket for the first time in like I don't know, twelve years. Is that a, is that some kind of clue? I don't know if it is or not, but if it is, I did. So I can't write on my ticket because I got to send it in and show them that I have insurance or whatever. So I got two tickets actually. I got a speeding ticket and I got a ticket for like my tag. So I had to like prove that my tag was in date. So I don't want to write on that because I got to scan it into the Florida Police Department shows, whatever. Anyway, okay. Anywho, okay. Anywho, so at the Ravenclaw table, we have Guinevere Delacroix, Lady Danbury, and Sienna, Lord Featherton, and that's it. Mm, four, right? Four individuals. Yeah, four. I think that's good. 
Okay, and then at the Hufflepuff table, we have Benedict, Prince Fet Frederick, your, I mean, no, Lady Bridgerton, and then Simon. And you know what? Wait, before I go on, the whole, the thing that I think about now that is so very Hufflepuff is when they do have a baby and they're like, what should we name him? And he's like, well, it's got to start with A because that's a, because like, we've got to have some family traditions and that's what her family did. Like that, they're all named alphabetically. Okay. I didn't understand that. Thank you for, thank you for pointing that out because Tommy and I had a huge discussion. I was like, is that because of her family? Because he didn't yeah, have her a family. family. So, and then I was like, but why? Because A, what does A have to do with it? Her name is like, I was going over their names and I was like, how would an A correlate to their names? No. Is it because they're in alphabetical Anthony, order? Anthony, Benedict, Colin. Oh, A, B, C, D. Oh, Daphne. Daphne got Eloise. it. Okay, yeah. for everyone out there listening, I'm an idiot. And they're I, all named alphabetically, and that's why he said that. And it made me cry. Uh, I literally cried. I literally burst out crying. Great. You uh, cried, and I sat there and was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and my husband didn't get it. Neither one of us. I should have Well, that's him. because there's only one line about it. The, the entire time and I just happened to hear it and it's at like the beginning. No, I heard it. It's just that I wasn't, I guess no one I didn't piece together the entire time that all their names were in alphabetical order. I just didn't. Well, no, they so said that like, at the beginning. That's what I'm saying. There was only one oh, line about it. And I missed that part. Okay. That. Yeah. Oh, Aww. yeah. So, yeah. At the Huffball table with me, what a good table. I always get the best table. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I would go sit by Simon, so go ahead. <laughs> Um, and then at the Slytherin table, we have the Queen, Lady Featherington, Penelope Featherington, and Anthony Bridgerton. Hmm, interesting. I feel like that's, ex- I feel like I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's not that surprised either. I like it though. I do too. And then for Gryffindor, at the Gryffindor table, we have Colin Bridgerton. Marina, Eloise, Bridgerton, and Daphne. That's it. I mean, it's, it's, it's unilateral. I mean, they're equal. Like, every table has four people. And I think that, obviously, um, the, I think Shonda Rhimes and the writers of this Bridgerton must have, like, sorted everyone to start with. And we just hit the nail on the head. Because it's it's equal. That just means we're really good at what we're doing. Because, yeah. I mean, if we were talking about real life, it might be a little yeah. different. Like, you know, but Dude. if we were writing a show, we would want it balanced. Yeah. And so, clearly, we were right. We are right. We are 100% right. I love it. I love it, too. Okay. Okay, Jimmy. Everybody's had their chance to, to and say. And if someone disagrees with us, they're clearly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> No, I meant for your house. They've had a chance to, like, oh. at me and, like, guess your house and all that stuff. <laughs> I want to know what everyone says. You know, I did have one more character that's not on this list that I just realized I, 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 put, on, I put on here, and I don't know why. That's so weird. But Henry... It's so weird. Um. Okay, sorry. You're a Hufflepuff, so now the tables are uneven. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just never count. 
you're gonna you're gonna sit with them. So yeah. is this my turn? Like I get yeah. to say who I'm with. Yeah. Is there some way. like is there some like like a magical way we do this? Like do I wave a what do I do? do I, like, say, <laughs> you can make it a unpizzazz if you um, like however <laughs> you want to do it. Oh gosh, I feel like the pressure's on. I wish I had like, like most people just say with glitter. They I wish I had rainbow glitters that I could like. Nobody can see you though. Nobody. Can I know see that's you. what I mean. I wish there was like some verbial rainbow glitter gun that I could mm-hmm. shoot that would be like kazow, and then like Yay. it would be like. But I'm a Gryffindor. Yay! Yep. I know. It actually surprised me. I thought I was a Hufflepuff this entire time. And I was like, yep, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and I went and took it, and apparently I'm not. And that's okay. That's okay. That's agree. probably why I was like, oh, I'm humble. Don't worry. I'm humble. Because someone who would say they're humble is probably yeah. a Gryffindor, right? Yeah. They pride yeah. themselves on being humble. They pride themselves on, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cringeworthy moment for sure. I, uh, I definitely was like, oh, huh. But I'll take it. It's not a bad thing, right? Like, it's no, a good it's thing. I'm in good, not a bad thing. I'm in good company. At least I can hang out with Colin and stare into his dreamy eyes. So yeah. I'll take it. I'm not next to Simon, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. I'll just, you know, you can invite me over to your table occasionally. Yeah, they mingle. They mingle, that's right. That's I like it. Yeah. Yay, I'm so excited. I feel like we did the perfect sorting ever. That was a very Gryffindor of you to say. Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's weird is that I never felt like I'd be like, oh, did I say something to Gryffindor? (laughs) (laughs) If someone was like, that was a little slither. I mean, this is just goes to show, like, you give yourself a little distance from Harry Potter, like, in in concentrate mm-hmm. and you realize the like universalness of it all i guess yeah yeah i'm all like there's parts of me that i heard i remember you saying that there was like this whole like wave of people that are like oh i'm so slithering and you're like but are you really yeah like, are you just like choosing to be now it's the cool thing to be it's the right it's the cool right exactly and that's kind of how i feel about being griffin i'm like oh oh is that really where i'm at because is that did I, am I just saying that because Harry Potter was a Gryffindor? But no, I would I I I wouldn't disagree with that sorting. It didn't. Yeah, honestly, when I did the sorting, I literally the only question I like was like, "Oh crap!" I answered like it asked me like it says what what animal like what what's your like familial animal you mm-hmm. bring, and I was like, "Oh, a cat." Like I chose a cat, and then it was like, "What color?" And I was like, what do, what do you mean, what color? Mm-hmm. I get a choice? Because I sure didn't get a choice in any of my other pets. Like, it was just like, whoever showed up at my doorstep. Yeah. And so, like, I was like, I guess I'll just pick the orange one, because that seems, like, kind of OSU-y. But then uh, as soon as I picked it, I was like, oh, my gosh. I should have picked white, because white is fabulous. And then, before I knew it, the, the like, whole, you know, assessment was over, and I was a Gryffindor, and I was like, what would have happened if I had just chose a white cat instead of an orange cat? Would that have changed? It might have. I know. Who knows what I would be? I don't know. I don't. Um, I only go with whatever Pottermore says if that person um, identifies with whatever. But see, I had to redo it all again because I did it years ago. And when I lo- tried to log in with my old email, even though I still get those emails, it didn't know who I was. And so I had to redo it. So mm-hmm. I think they've changed their platform some. They have. They've definitely changed it since then. Like a, a lot. 
Um, Have you been consistent with who you were the entire no, time? No, I actually was really mad because I, um, like, when I first took it, I got Hufflepuff. And I was upset when I first got Hufflepuff. And I was, like, 15 because I wanted to be Ravenclaw. Ooh. I wanted to, I was like, I'm a Ravenclaw. They sorted me into Hufflepuff, and I don't like that. And you know why that is? Is because Hufflepuff doesn't get good representation. Which I and I, I, just I, to be- I agree, and I think that it's so to me like Hufflepuffs are more. <laughs> I think this sounds crazy, but I feel like they're the most. I always <laughs> sounds bad again. I feel like I'm like I'm humble. I swear I'm humble, but I feel like they're the most humble of the houses, and I always kind of pride myself on being kind of a humble person and loving and caring mm-hmm. and all this, mm-hmm. and so. I I think I wanted, and I feel like I have been Hufflepuff before. So I feel like I've done Pottermore maybe more than once mm. over the years. And I feel like at one point I was. But then again, there's this whole like degree of like, did I skew the answers? Yeah. But well, I agree with that. Like, I don't know that I, I'm, I tried to be very non, I tried to be very honest in my answers today and just be like, whatever comes out, what's going to come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I so I, then I finally was like, you know, I like being Hufflepuff. I really yeah. like being Hufflepuff, and I like took a lot of like pride in being a Hufflepuff because I was like, that just means people like me, and the fact that I would like that people liked me just makes me. <laughs> it's the validation. They Agreed. Need the validation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I retook it another time because they changed everything, so they had to retake it, and then I got Ravenclaw, and I was mad, and so I retook <laughs> it. I retook it again and got Hufflepuff again, and I I kept that one. That's interesting. The thing you always wanted, you got, and then you were like, oh, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, I was like, no. See, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like I was maybe Gryffindor, and I was like, the first time, I was like, score, I'm just like Harry Potter. And then, like, the next time I got Hufflepuff, and I was like, wait, does that mean I'm fat? Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of other issues in the Harry Potter books. And then I was like, that's not nice. And then I was like, no, wait, that's the that's the likable house. Yeah. That's perfect. That's who I am. I yeah. love it. And then the next time I was like, wait, I'm Gryffindor again? What yeah. the hell? <laughs> and now again I took it again and I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I need to take I need to take pride in anything I get. Like I need to just like Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of predetermined negative things in the houses if you it like from what she's written that mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of yeah. funny that it would have never been there without her but then there's all but this we like hate her now so yeah where yeah yeah there's a Ooh. lot of issues um slippery slope huh yeah but i don't want to unpack that because it's a whole other thing um yeah let's not talk about that. that's a whole nother podcast yeah right? that's like a whole nother series right yeah there. i can't even i can't either i can't even I mean, it's literally like someone talking politics with me. I'm like, um, can we talk about this in 25 years? Yeah. Because I'm going to need that amount of time to digest it and decide how I truly feel. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about Ronald Reagan now? Sure. Or Jimmy Carter? Sure. Sure. But anybody above that, not there yet. Haven't landed on a final decision. If they're still alive, I can't talk about them. I'm sorry. That's true. I mean, honestly, like, it's just not... I'll just say it's. I'm gonna start channeling like, what's her name? Um, oh my god, I almost said Emily Blunt. <laughs> Emily Post, like the new version of Emily Post. 
Like, what's her name that does all the food and stuff? I don't know. You, yes, you do. That does. She's like etiquette queen. Like, she's like the new version of Emily Post, but she's um, she went to prison. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Yeah. Essentially, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be like the new Martha Stewart. I'm just gonna be like, oh, it's not, it's not appropriate to talk about them at the table, whether we're having dinner or not. Mm-hmm. It's not appropriate mm-hmm. to talk about them because they're yeah. still alive. Yeah, they're not dead. You get the news alerts on your phone when they die. We can talk about. Oh, it. he just died. Check. He's good <laughs> to go. But we're clear to talk about. It. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, that's my new rule. I like that. I'm solid with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we've got to say goodbye. Bye, bye, bye. We're blowing kisses. I love you. I love you.